Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. Don't you dare. <laughs>Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Watchers. This fine gentleman right here that is currently talking, his name is Tyler. And this gentleman that isn't quite as fine or robust is named Clay. We are The Watchers, a podcast, breakdown of our film shows and specials. Give our thoughts, ah. opinions, maybe even answer a couple of your questions. Ooh. But before we do that, tell me, Gonzo, how was your day? Day was solid. Just a nice little solid Thursday. Friday uh, Eve, really baby. Not yeah. Um, nothing just a just a normal routine kind of day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> How about yourself? Um, today was pretty good. Uh yeah. I, I started later than usual at work. Our morning job okay. canceled. So mm. I woke up a little bit or, or woke up at normal time, went and got myself mm -hmm. a bagel. You guys know how much I love my bagels. Mm -hmm. um, got a little coffee in my system, which was quite nice. I don't usually start my work mornings with coffee because I don't can't be bothered making coffee in the mornings. Yeah, uh, yeah. for work days. Uh, but it was nice to kind of have that and uh, you know mm -hmm. see my my bagel friends because I know I wouldn't be able to see them after work. And so yeah, outside of that, pretty just average Thursday. It's exhilarating because it is Friday Eve. Nice. Um, and obviously getting closer to the holidays, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Actually, yeah, bring the coffee brings up a thought. When um, did you go to like Starbucks one day and say, "Can I have a pumpkin spice cold brew?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, today was the last day." Or They've today, still been running them up. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that they think have it year round, yeah. all or winter thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they definitely have kept it on hand for longer than I was expecting. Granted, I haven't okay. had one in about two weeks, but last time I had one, I was like, Hey man, I understand it. Like I'm at this point, I'm, I'm milking a dead cow here. Is there any shot you can make me a pumpkin cream cold brew? And he was like, yeah, bro, I got you. Give me like three seconds. Bop, 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 bop. And I was oh, like, wow. I was like, really? Like y'all so on the menu? No, I just asked for but it. But it's still available. Yeah. I hope I'm not one of those like annoying customers. But I always try to like, hey man, like if you don't want to make it or you can't make it, that's totally fine. But like yeah. I'm gonna shoot my shot, which yeah, is something I shot. don't do with women because they are terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> women scare the frick out of me. Uh, well, righty. Well, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, episode three. Yep. Uh, quick overall thought. Great up. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I would have to um, agree with that. We'll talk about it in Act 3, but the scene where the sky is moving, mm. the, the night sky, that would... I don't even know what I would do in that situation, seeing that in real life. Okay, so you're uh, already taking points <laughs> from the end of the episode, and we haven't even started yet. That's great. Let's That's start actually with that criminal. Yeah, All why right, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <clears throat> the beginning of this episode starts with Layla getting fake documents so she can travel to Egypt. We find out that Layla has a history in Egypt that's less than good and that her father was an archaeologist before he passed. Arthur is in the desert and finally arrives at Amit's tomb, but moments later, someone on his team tells him that Mark Spector is tracking them. Mark meets up with three men to talk about Arthur's location, but they start fighting instead. Shocker. Mark changes and comes back inside a taxi with no memory of what just happened. He sees the people he was fighting just moments ago and gets out of the taxi and chases them. Mark is hit over the head with a hard object and then changes and comes back again to stabbing the men. Mm. Mark asks Stephen, I something I really don't enjoy, asks, and then a start of an S word always messes with me. Yeah. Mark yeah. asks <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> what he has done, but Stephen swears it wasn't him. One kid is alive, and Khonshu tells him to bring him to the ledge, and he will talk. Mark obliges, but the kid cuts his scarf and falls to his death instead of telling Mark anything. Mark scolds Khonshu, asking him if the other gods are just going to sit around and wait for someone to unleash Amit. 
Khonshu is hesitant on asking the gods for help since he knows if he angers them enough, they will imprison him in stone. After a moment, Khonshu says he has a bad idea, but an idea that the, that the gods cannot ignore, and proceeds to eclipse the sun in the middle of the day. Wow. <clears throat> Great job. Thank you, Zed. Um, well, while you're reading that, uh, I had a... Uh, it brought up a thought. Mm. Um, so when he was... So they have like a little committee, basically. The, the gods? gods have a little... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get banished. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would like to be banished. I was thinking the same thing. When you started that, when you, when you said banished, I was like, you know, it's not all that bad. No meetings. Because now you're just you're, hanging around as a god. Now you're just a free free god. Just, just hanging. Doing whatever. Yeah. Unless you, like, obviously do something that's going to catch their eye. But if you do it in secret, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's that bad. I would have to agree. Maybe it's a pride thing. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like a, like it's like a like a mark on your uh on like your resume or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's the first so thing you're I applying, to you're applying at Krispy Kreme. Uh name's Conchu. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I see that you um got banished. Hathor actually uh, wrote a note that said that you aren't very good at communicating in hard times. <laughs> We might mm. need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, um, I've said this, I think, every episode or uh, stated uh, this uh, this man with his sandals every episode. Mm. He's walking in the sand. That's got to hurt. And the pain tolerance on Arthur is incredible. What you makes you the what would the make the sand? Dig it in. It... Dig it in. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. was thinking like as like something you walk on because I was like sand is forgiving, but like no. yeah, I wasn't even thinking it getting in your wound because it's an it's a sandal. Yeah, that sounds and, awful. And the it's kind of a problem for me in this this show is every time I see Arthur, it first thought. This dude has glass in his sandals. It's the <laughs> first thought. He can be in the most intense situation, and that's the first thing that comes up. That's fair. Mm. But it's it just blows my mind. That would mm -hmm. hurt so bad. Um well, uh now we go to Mark Spector. He yeah. is running on top of buildings, chasing somebody, and it pulls up on three of Arthur's men. Okay. Um, just had a thought. Mm -hmm. Um, they were doing the most extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, putting the blade on the ground. Yep. And then the dude doing some crazy mm -hmm. knife thing dance. behind him. Yeah. And then they like did like a little switch and go mm -hmm. type of play. Mm -hmm. Um, it didn't work. And then while they're getting beat up, okay, <laughs> they're getting they're getting their behinds rocked yeah this uh dude with the the main dude that put his knife on the ground and slid it he decided to for some reason lick the knife mm -hmm. how is that intimidating and you're doing it right in front of his face my guess like, is like he's like he's showing he's not scared like it's a dangerous thing because like what if he cuts his tongue you know Ooh, yeah, i don't know dude but it's it, it's so aggressively it, extra it makes sense from a distance but when you're right there, he could easily just, I mean, he did. Yeah. But it could have been a lot worse. He could have like hit your hand up and it went mm -hmm. and just chopped your nose off or something. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Could have been um, MJ. But it was a little extra. Yeah. But, um, you know, Mark did great. Mark uh, did do good. Yes. Uh, and also Jake did as well. Okay. <clears> so <throat> I'll just go ahead and mentally delete that note. Super cool. Because... He killed one of them. Shows up and Mark comes back into a taxi. Okay. Then he finds the dudes somehow. By the way, the timing on that is impeccable. It must like it must have literally been like a 15 second gap. It had to have been. Yeah. <clears throat> then they chase him or whatever. He gets knocked out. And then Jake comes back into uh, the situation. Mm -hmm. And they end up on this hill. Mm -hmm. 
two dudes are dead. Mm-hmm. The kid's alive. Um, I thought that was cool. I like how they kind of hint at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a uh, question about that, if you don't mind. Go for it. Um, so my point states, we can assume that Jake took control for a couple of times in this episode. Yes. Why do you think that he killed the people versus getting information? Do you think Khonshu told him to kill the people? Do you think that Jake is just like a straight to business kind of guy? Like you, you being alive is the problem. What you have in your head, I don't care about kind of guy. You know what I mean? Um, I think, I mean, we don't, obviously we didn't see him kill him. He could have been asking, but from just the evidence lying there, it looks Mm. like he just killed. It looks like he just pulled up and yeah. And I think that's just his, his personality. Yeah. 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 He's just like a, like a guns for hire type thing for Conchu. Yeah. Any, anybody that Conchu says. Get rid of him. Goes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then we get to the meeting or the, is it a meeting? Not meeting. Um, trial. The sorry. trial. Yes. And Arthur shows up and I, mean, I did kind of agree with. That's act two, but that's okay. Oh, you know what? Sorry. That's okay. Totally, I, I don't have my things listed on uh, uh, acts yet. Gotcha. So I was just kind of going, <laughs> we'll save that one for act two, but Why that's not? all I, all okay. I got for act one. Okay. Thank you for stopping me. Of course. Of course. No. Um, well, you did. T- we already talked about one of mine, but the f- the first point that I had was that the main guy, the one that licks his knife and does the weird yeah. knife drag on the ground, which makes the knife duller. So like, it's not really like shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he looks like Captain Hook from Peter he does. Pan. <laughs> That's all yeah. I could see when they were fighting. <laughs> Just a weird group of dudes. I could not sure. agree more. Um, and then we talked about the whole Jake situation, which. It like like you said, it's really cool that they're hinting at it. Like it seems yeah. like they've hinted at it progressively more and more, which he's at with each episode, which I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, this one was a little more. Sorry, this one was just a little bit more obvious. I feel like I a thousand percent like, agree. Giving the audience like, oh, there's somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's not just two personalities. Yeah, and because you can tell by the way that Steven answers that like there's no way that that was him, and that's that yeah. Steven's mo. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Or it could like first time viewer could put like a mystery to him. Mm-hmm. Like Steven is actually a killer. Absolutely. Imagine that. That's yeah. nuts. Like Steven has BPD, BDP, bipolar disorder. Yeah. BPD. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then my last point, and then we can jump into act two, is that after okay. the kid kills himself, um, the one that Conchu said to bring him over to the ledge, he'll talk. Yeah. Um, Kanshu looks at Mark and says, I thought he would talk, which I feel like kind of shows a little bit of darkness behind Kanshu and shows that he's really out of touch uh, with like human lives because he's a god mm-hmm. and I'm sure he's had so many avatars and everything, which I can understand when you are an on- omnipotent being of a god. Yeah. A puny little 80 year, 90 year <laughs> life cycle of a human isn't, is you know, relatively exactly. short for them, but yeah. it shows how out of, out of touch he is. Cause like a child just died. Like that, that was a mm-hmm. what? 15 year old, 16 year old. 15, tops? 16. Yeah. yeah. Just got his driver's permit. Yeah, exactly. Just barely yeah. swipping the Range Rover. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. for him to just be like, Oh, I thought he would talk. And like, you could even, mm-hmm. sh- you could even tell that Mark was pretty devastated about that happening. Um, mm-hmm. Like he was really shooketh that mm-hmm. um, the kid killed himself over at least pleading for his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was maybe just like, it's... praise Amit, you suck. Eh. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, maybe it's uh, when Jake was killing that uh, those two, killed those two uh, other, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, Arthur's men. Yeah. Goons, yeah. Um, maybe he was, in t- he was oh. intending on killing the other kid. Yeah. And then Mark came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Conchie wanted him killed. Yeah. So he was like, he'll talk, knowing that he's not. Oh, that's knowing that he sacrifices for. Yeah, knowing that he sacrifices Arthur. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Finish off him. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big brain, because then Conchie doesn't have to say anything about Jake. He still yep. keeps Jake under wraps, and then, but he at the end of the day, he, he Conchie gets what he wants by killing that last guy. Exactly. Your yeah. brain is so huge. I bet if you took off your headset, there would just be IQ points rolling out of your ears right now. Sometimes. Sometimes it goes. Sometimes <laughs> it's a, just a 
huge off switch and I don't even know what I'm doing. You got two IQ done. points left just fighting them out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a multiple personality. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. You know. <laughs> All right. All right. We ready for act two? I think we are. Beautiful. <clears throat> a meeting is set with the gods, but Contry reminds Mark that the last time he spoke with them, he was banished. So their case against Arthur has to be indisputable. The meeting begins, all the avatars show up, and the gods take their bodies to speak. We find out Conchu was banished already for nearly exposing the gods. The gods summon Arthur so he can defend himself against the accusations Conchu is making about him. Arthur rips into Conchu's avatar, stating that he is insane and unhinged, which gets under Conchu's skin. Conchu goes to punch him, but one of the gods stops him and demands that they will speak with Mark, asking him if he is unwell. Mark agrees that he is unwell, but says that that doesn't change the fact that Arthur is an evil man. The gods all agree that Arthur hasn't committed any offense, so the trial is concluded. The avatar, Hathor, pulls Mark to the side and tells him there is another way to get Amit. She tells him there was a man named Senfu who was tasked with the location of Amit's tomb. And the location lies with him in his sarcophagus. Mark leaves him. Oh, sorry. Mark leaves and heads for the town square to ask people where to find Senfu. But nobody will answer since he is an outsider. Lila meets up with Mark, which he doesn't like since he knows he has a bad history there. Lila tells him that she can help. So they take a boat ride to Anton's house and notice a boat is watching them from a distance. Lila, I love it. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick. I'm just gonna read whatever, it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever flows. My mind, whatever flows at that time. Because that it just it's a it really gets <laughs> me every time. I get it. I get it. Um. So first things first. Obviously, I am the realist. Second thing. Second, we get a beautiful shot of the pyramids. Yes. Um, something we oh. talked about uh, at the end of episode two. Uh, you know, maybe the watchers go international. Cross that off the ah. bucket list. Uh, oh, they were. What it, a time it that was, would be. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I worded that really weird. Conchu, um, the way that Conchu presents himself throughout the trial, he is so aggressive about the situation. Being loud and yelling does not help your point get across any better. Like, it makes so, you look worse. I was um, thinking that same thing because all the other gods seem a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. under their avatar. And this actually brings up another Jake Lockley point. Okay. Maybe Conchu's more comfortable in that avatar. Oh. As Jake. And as Jake. Okay. So it's easier to. Mm-hmm do that kind of stuff okay i feel so like it's, it might it's, be a, it's like, like a kind block of, yeah like mark is kind of fighting him which making him sound worse exactly okay i think jake is literally just letting him He's, take over yeah just literally a puppet yeah okay yeah. interesting i didn't even think about it that way but i really like that mm-hmm. thank you yeah, dude on fire today um, i appreciate it we're talking about some gods here mm-hmm. the omnipotent you know Ooh. what I mean? Just the the, the 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 powerfulness that a god yeah. has. You mm-hmm. might see one of these go toe to toe with a celestial. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're telling me there isn't a way for them to like take a gander at what Arthur has been doing, or keep tabs on him to see what he is doing, or to even see or notice if he's lying, maybe get inside of his head and see what's going on in there. Instead, they're just like, oh well, he's better at lying, so. <laughs> yeah, I He's just good. don't get like why they're just taking his word. I a thousand agree. That's it's stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like <clears throat> I think it didn't look good that uh, Conchu was shouting and screaming and almost punched Arthur. Yeah, those are all bad things. But even before that, like he, I mean, Arthur's a, a little more easier with his words, mm-hmm. but still, that doesn't mean anything. He's a swindler. That's just a strength that somebody will have. Yeah. Lying under pressure. You know? Absolutely. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like there could have been something more there. You know what I mean? You know, there's uh, not like a God of time. 
to something like do one of these or oh sorry do one of do one of these and like look through a yes, magical dimension of what he was doing you know no that's a fact um or even just like didn't even bring up the scarab like that was never brought up during there like mark I was or Kanshu could have been day. like we had the scarab he stole it to find Amit's yeah. tomb and that's why we're yeah. here because Amit's tomb is here no. I, I was like, is he going to mention the scarab at all? Yeah, that's kind of it like a very nuts. important piece of evidence. <laughs> exactly. Um, and when they are walking into the trial, uh, mm-hmm. and it's still Mark, the avatar of Hathor uh, pulls up, and she's like, oh, yeah, like I'm the avatar for Hathor, which is the goddess she's of beautiful, music by the way. and love. She is beautiful. Um, <laughs> and she was like, oh, like I'm sure Khonshu's mentioned Hathor and... Mark was like, nah, I, I'm here for a way different thing right now. Like, I can't, like, I, my mind, I'm way too stressed out. Yeah. Um, but just the hint that there was some backstory. Maybe Conchu was a little softy back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Ro- romantic, yeah. Yeah, it would be cool if, uh, when and if we do get a season two, if they were to do, like, just as, like, a 15-minute flashback on, like, them being together and then, like, what what caused them to go, go their separate ways, whatever that case may be. Um, mm-hmm. And to see the evolution of Kanchu, I think it'd be really neat. Yeah, yeah, and possibly see like other um, avatars that Kanchu's had because mm-hmm. it would be neat to see Arthur as Kanchu's avatar and see what they got up to. Um, yeah, I wonder like how long they can like do they choose to just have this avatar forever, mm-hmm. or can they? I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, or do they like just to keep it undercover, like? They got a two-year contract. Yeah, 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 like a presidency or whatever. Yeah, you get two terms if you were great, but if not, you get one, and I'm giving you the yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, quick thing about Arthur, aka Ethan Hawke, just recently watched the new Netflix movie, uh, "Leave the World Behind," I believe is what it's called. I um, heard it. Uh, I'm gonna wait for your opinion. No, 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 actually, no, no. What, what did you hear? I oh, actually, I didn't hear anything. I just saw it on. I forgot who's. Um, Somebody, one of my friends' Instagram stories, and they said it was um, awful. Yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Okay. It, the premise was super good, and it had every right to be super good. It also had uh, Marshala Ali. I, I know I'm butchering yep. that, which is Blade. I know who she is, though. Um, yeah. And so, like, that was super cool. I, I mean, it had a really good cast, and there were some really good parts to it, but the ending was terrible. And then uh, I, like, was doing some research on, like, is there a deeper meaning behind this? And pretty much the deeper meaning was, like, without spoiling anything this kid does something that's irrelevant to the main part of the story and the movie ends so i did some research and apparently it was like this kid is doing this and if it bothers you um that's because you're too invested into fake things and not your own life you should be more invested in your own life and not worry about how a movie ends and i was like that's a really stupid way to end a movie after putting millions of dollars into there and wasting two and a half hours of my time you no, need it's to be a better. life lesson at the end. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, obviously yeah, I, mean, I could never be misconstruing watching it. It's, there are some really good moments. Kevin Bacon's in it, by the way. And he looks really old. I hope that this is an aging thing. He doesn't look actually that bad. It's just super annoying. Um, That's a thing I don't, uh, I've been seeing a lot lately is like, just like films and shows, just trying to influence audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really annoying. Yeah, because like just so stick with the story. This kid you know? is obsessed with something with a TV show, and then yeah. she the pow- like the internet goes out, and she goes to like her uh, big brother's room, and she's like, "I can't watch my show." And he was like, "You care that much about that show? Go do something better with your time." And then at the end, she finds a way to watch the show, and then the movie ends. So that's kind of like where like it's like going back to what he said, like go find something better, like go be more productive or whatever. So stupid. It really ruined the entire movie. Yeah, I'm I'm ge- I'm getting heated listening yeah, listening to that. I was I was I was irritated for 45 minutes yeah, after. No. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry for that. Rec- you don't recommend? No, 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 no. Don't waste two and a half hours of your life. Maybe waste <laughs> like 45 minutes and watch like just the middle because the middle is pretty good. There's some okay. tension. This kid is doing something crazy. Uh, Ethan Hawke's going crazy. There's a crazy uh, Spanish lady that's screaming spanish and i don't understand it and luckily i was watching with a person that is semi-fluent in spanish so he was like halfway deciphering it for me oh nice and i was like oh that's cool it's, i don't know how that adds to the story but okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> don't All don't right. watch it don't watch yeah. it my last point though back to moon Knight. Okay. the dance on the boat 
that the lady does as they're going to uh, uh, Anton's house. She's like, oh, dude, she hit yeah. that. She hit, hit that. It. No, little she was hitting it. Hit movement, little hand yeah. thing. I don't know what she was doing. Little, oh, yeah. oh, dude, banging. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. And I, I noticed it. it every time. I got to say it every time I see it. There was a little beautiful purple accent there was. when they were talking. There was. Oh. The hue. The hue was just it was immaculate. kind of like Amit or uh, mm. Arthur was watching upon him. Mm. That's where I kind of got from I it. like that. I like that out of you. Yeah. Anyway, um, your points. I will. Um, I have two. Uh, I have one that I almost spoiled in Act <laughs> 1. But um, we're back to the trial. And obviously we stated our frustrations with it. But Arthur did kind of say something. I kind of, I mean, it's not really verbatim, but he basically says, um, he's basically right in saying, uh, Conchu is taking advantage of Mark and Steven. In a way, Jake as well. But I don't know Jake's history or anything. So right now it's going to be Mark and Steven. The only reason I say that is because he doesn't even tell him about Jake. I mean, that aspect I agree with, but on the broader scheme of Khonshu taking advantage of them, all the gods are taking advantage of their avatars. And so I, that was, yeah, I was actually, yes, I was actually, that was part of the point. Oh, but I, but thank you for saying that. I was like, wait, aren't all of them? Yeah, they're all puppets. Advantage? So that like, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. He's just <clears throat> trying to make Khonshu look extra bad. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's silly. Yeah. Um, and then the final thought um, is when they are, I don't know, parking the boat, they get off the boat and uh, Mark and uh, Lila are like walking away and they see a boat in the distance. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to look so suspicious? I could not agree more. Like they're like... They're just ducking. They're like, oh, do they, do they see us? I'm, I'm not, I'm you not know? sure. Who do you think they are? It's just like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, actually, I'm just gonna say another thought. Anton, just not it, dude. Any dude that wears a robe in a movie just really throws me off, and it just pisses me off. Do you I don't like know robes. Why. I do like robes. Okay, good. But you're wearing I... it outside. That's exactly that While is a. they're doing, I don't know the activity they're doing with the the it's horses. Like almost and, jousting, but not quite. Yeah, I forgot the the name. Yeah, of it. I don't remember either. Um, but I mean the two pyramids with the artifacts, dope, dope. That was that's, dope. That's definitely um, just like rich boy behavior. Yeah, exactly. And that's when he's like they had the robe. I was like, dude. Yeah. Come on, you know. I mean, Hugh Hefner did it. Pretty sure At that, least that with like ball, a suit ball. or something. Just yeah. lived in a robe, but he exactly. was like yeah, ninety-seven. Like, <laughs> that's a great life right there. <laughs> um, and then just another off-topic, kind of off-topic uh, thought is, uh, dude, I just love every like type of like show or just seeing them, just like the conspiracy of the pyramids, because I'm like a big. Oh geek yeah, in that way with that stuff, I think it's dope. Yeah, and like just imagining that's the. What's it called? Um, they're inside the pyramid of Giza. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you're allowed to go in there, right? No, 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 no. You can't. Um, have I, they? I, have they even looked in there? Mm-hmm. And is it? Yeah, so they've they've mapped it to an extent, from what I understand. Interesting. See, that's that's what just doesn't make sense. Like, why is that not public? I you know, believe it is public. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've 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 watched or listened to some podcasts about like archaeologists saying like, yes, like. This has been mapped out. Like, if you go down this corridor and take a right, there's this person's sarcophagus was here, and then this was over here, and this was like a trap, and blah blah blah. Um, oh. But for all I know, that person could also be phony. So I'm exactly, not, I didn't see his credentials. Yeah, he's on a comedy <laughs> podcast, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got for two, brother. All right. Well, let's slip on into Act Three real quick. Ooh. All right, let's segue. Oh, and I'm not talking one of those weird two-wheeled things that you balance on. (laughs) All right. They greet Anton, and they find out that Layla has a history with Anton. 
Anton leads them to the Senfu sarcophagus, but before he lets them in, he asks why the sudden interest in Senfu. Layla goes to answer, but he cuts her off, saying he wants to hear from her husband. Mark crumbles and says he just wants to take a look, and Anton gets pretty suspicious. Layla asks Mark to let Stephen out before he blows their cover, but Mark won't let that happen, so they keep looking. Stephen chimes in, saying it's a puzzle, and the location has to be unlocked. Mark asks Layla to go keep the men outside occupied so he can talk with Stephen. After some banter, Stephen tells him that he has to fold the cloth to create a map, but as Mark does this, Beck draws his gun on Mark. After a moment, Beck alerts Anton that they have another guest, and we see Arthur walk toward them. Arthur knows that Layla's father was murdered and hints to the fact that Mark killed him. Arthur also shows Anton proof that the lore behind the relics are true and destroys the sarcophagus in front of him. It's a, just, that's a big middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> Mark summons the suit and they all begin fighting. Layla is holding her own against Beck as Mark is taking out all the guards on the property. Stephen takes control of the body to try to calm everyone down, but instead he is stabbed several times, so he lets Mark take control again. Anton goes to stab Layla, but Mark saves her with a second to spare and kills him after. They steal a car and drive toward the desert, and Layla presses Mark about what Arthur says, but Mark plays dumb and tells her not to let Arthur into her head. Once they are safe, they start trying to build the map again, and Layla once again asks for Stephen. Mark walks away and summons Stephen so he can build the map with ease. Layla is super excited, but Stephen tells her that it's useless now since the stars move over time, and they need to know what the sky looked like on the night that he made the map. Khonshu tells him that he can help, but if he does, the gods will imprison him. Khonshu and Stephen begin turning back the night sky to the evening of when the map was made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kanchu starts fading away as the gods start summoning the stone to imprison him, and Stephen passes out. The gods summon Arthur back and tell him the news. They let Arthur be alone with Kanchu, and he tells him that he enjoyed bringing the pain on Kanchu's behalf, which is still the biggest sin that he carries. Mm. <clears throat> Great job. Thank you. Um, this is a really fun act. Um, I mean, we're about to start going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have a question. Did Arthur give uh, Anton the scarab? I don't think so. Okay. So what is, I mean, maybe just seeing the, yeah. the power mm -hmm. of Amit didn't, he was like, okay, well, I can't do anything, you know. He just exploded the, uh, what was it, coffin? The sarcophagus, yeah. The sarcophagus, yeah. <clears throat> but wasn't uh, Arthur, like, offering him the scarab? I believe so. That's a, I don't know. I haven't watched this. I watched this episode, like, last oh, week. okay. But from so my understanding, it was, just... it was like Arthur was like, do you want to, like, I'm, I'm going to show you that the relics that you've been collecting, the lore behind them is, like, is true, and then yeah. activates his cane showing that the lore behind it is correct. Oh, okay. And then was like, by the way, I can't let them get into that sarcophagus. So let me just blow that up for the one time. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And then also just didn't even give him the scarab and just walked away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Anton that dies moments later, but still. He does. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, I'm going to take one of your points. Don't do it. Um, the cape is tough. <laughs> Dude, when I ended this, I started smiling because I knew it. Yes. Yeah. It is awesome. Uh, Huge fan. It's great. Um, and then, do we know... We should have looked this up, but... Do we know all the powers that the Moonlight character has? All right, so you looked up, right? I did. So I what, did. What, what uh, powers does he have? I'm interested. Uh, so, from the Marvel Wiki... Okay. Uh, what we have is enhanced brain function, move moon empowerment, and self-sustenance, immortality. So we did talk about the whole avatar. When does he get rid of them? Apparently, yeah. they can have him forever. Um, he's an expert pilot, expert detective, interrogation expert. I don't know how much I believe that. Master marksman, weapons master, master martial artist, multilingual 
pain resilience, telepathic resilience. Um, and I don't know how this is a power. If so, I guess I'm power. I have a power. Uh, brain damage slash mental illness. <laughs> so I'll let you pick which one of those I got. <laughs> it might be both. But those are all of that man's power. I was powers. not expecting that at all. <laughs> I wasn't either. Oh, gosh. Um, and brain enhancement, is that just like... Just the makes brain them gets smarter? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, probably, just probably what happens is Conchu yeah, steals your IQ points, and that's why you have those off days, and then gives them to Moon Knight. And then triples them some days. Some, <laughs> some days, yeah. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> wow oh that's cool <laughs> yeah because we so we've seen oh we've seen his strength his healing mm-hmm. um what else I, dude i would say uh, his brain enhancement which yeah, like with steven especially his interrogation yeah. expert i don't know about that most of the people end up dying yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that is very true yeah <laughs> um and then another thing i'll say about the i mean first of all Dude, the costume's so dope. Mm-hmm. Just overall, it's mm-hmm. such a good look. Yeah. Um, but the 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 half moon Batman blades. Yeah, the crescent you know, moons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crescent moons. Yeah. Um, they're awesome. They're I love sick. how he can like call them back too. I think that's dope. That with without that, I think that makes the weapon really lackluster. Yeah. You got to go 100%. back and fetch them. Like Batman yeah. doesn't even do that. He just goes home and makes more. That is true. Um, but I really enjoyed that fight scene. I think it was dope. Uh, just the only problem kind of, I really, uh, have with the fight scene. It's not even moon Knight at all is Anton. Once again, mm. you're charging the dude with a horse. I mean, you're, you're on a horse mm-hmm. and you have the, I don't know, that metal huge stick. Yeah. And you charge <clears throat> Mark, let's say, or he's going to run over Layla mm-hmm. and he grabs him, tucks and rolls, yep. and he just keeps going. Yeah. Does he didn't look back one time. No. He was like, missed, time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, that was the only thing. Just a little standoff. It was just a tad bit corny but not even it's just anton just yeah. the character that's just him. for me yeah yeah um and then we get to when they're in the desert trying to track the star or map out the stars and everything and uh, layla says like we need steven so he goes to transfer into steven mm-hmm. why do you got to rip off the mirror see i you was thinking just... that too Without because, spoiling one of my points, like you don't need a reflection. So like why if he knew he was just gonna summon Steven, why yeah, why did you have to rip the mirror? I think off? I think he switched so they don't need a reflection. I think when I mean for Steven and for Mark, really, um when they're in like a near death situation or they're like in dire need of mm-hmm. a new personality. Mm-hmm. But I think they, when they're like in, somewhat in control, they could switch. And, and that's when, I when saw they need a reflection. Up. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. When it's like when it's uh, a uh, 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 consensual, they're like yes. he's like, hey, bro, like I, let me chat. You're taking over, kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. when yeah, when you're getting stabbed a dozen times, it's just like I need a takeover. Give me a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't oh, be letting actually, this slide. That actually reminds me. I I, I did enjoy the uh, when. Uh, Oh, okay. What's his name? Steven comes in. Yeah. And he's like, let's hold on a minute. Everybody let's take wait. a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, nope, take over again. Take over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was great. Um, But yeah, he doesn't need to rip off the uh, mirror because two things. Okay. One, the it's pitch black in the desert. There's no sun. So he grabs the mirror, rips it off, first of all. So now when you drive back, you're going to have no mirror. Yeah. There's one problem. <laughs> Second problem. There's a problem. Okay. He takes the, I don't know, the map mm-hmm. and throws it on the ground in the Just desert. Throws it on the ground. Pitch black. Yep. How, Deserts how are, are also are pretty gonna... windy. Exactly. 
just a small thing. I know I'm pointing out small things, but it's just, you know. Yeah. They also use packing tape. And I, I deleted this thing, <laughs> deleted this point. But real quick, they're using packing tape and burnt cloth and they're taping it together on sand. There's just no way you're getting a reliable tape job on that that just throwing that out there either like (laughs) give me a threaded needle (laughs) yeah uh, that is true that is funny um but the uh i know we kind of kind of brought it up in the opening thoughts but the when the the sky's moving oh my god that's so it was really beautiful to see but i i don't even know like what i would do in that type of situation. If uh, I saw that in real life. I don't mind just deleting another one of my points. But yeah. 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 Um, um I would be in awe, I think. For I like the first like five seconds. And then I'd be like, oh my God. The, yeah. the earth is about to blow up. <laughs> I think I, the entire time I'll probably just be like this. Yeah. Mouth you know? open for sure. Mouth open. Like that sure. the whole time. Yeah. I would just be in awe. Yeah. And I, and then it stops. I'm like, oh, oh man. Yeah. I wonder what that was. That would just go, ruin go the check. earth, by the way. Like the, you know, the tides and just the like. Tides, the tides. It would probably be the biggest. I mean, biggest. Tsunami. Oh. Because the moon is going like this. Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. 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 That would be nuts. <clears throat> But Hawaii's um, gone. <laughs> the everything's gone, really. Yeah, it's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> but um, that's all I got for Act Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm going to start it off on a light note. Okay. I, you I, sounds as though you did not pick up on this, so I'm I'm going to toot my own horn here. When they get to the island, Beck greets them, and he's like, "Yo, it's good, Layla." Ha. Yeah. And then he says. You and Anton have so much to talk about after Madripoor, which is the end location of Falcon Winter Soldier with the power broker. So I'm oh. curious to know if the power broker maybe sold Anton some of the sarcophaguses, sarcophagi, sarcophaguses. I don't know. Um, um, because obviously, like the last you know, the, one. yeah, me too. Uh, the power broker can get her hands on whatever. Obviously, we find yeah. out that in the Falcon Winter Soldier. So it's kind of yeah. cool that there there's a little bit of connection there. I did not pick up on that the first time I watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, once again, just kind of, you know, reinvigorates a little bit of uh, other no. villains in the world. I mean, that's a cool catch. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think about that at all. Thank but you. that could definitely be connected for I, sure. I feel like it has to be because he's got all these ancient artifacts and there's no way like he's just. It, it's, it's illegal. It makes, so it makes sense. Isn't what's her name? The leader of that black market. Yeah, she's the power uh, broker. What's, what's her name? Um, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Tough name. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the cap is insane. Oh. Yeah. Right hand on the Bible. Okay. I'm not. This is my left hand, by the way. Uh, I'm not lying. This fight scene is not very good. The CGI no. was not all there. There were some scenes that were great, and then there were some scenes where I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, like render that a little bit better." Yeah, um, that's true. Didn't do it for me completely. I really enjoyed when Mark was like surrounded, and they had like a bunch of those wooden sticks through him, because um, one, it shows his like durability and everything like that, but also it shows that he can still be like outmanned outclassed. And he's just like, Oh my God. And then he sees what's happening with Layla and he just like (laughs) breaks them all off. (laughs) That was cool. Kills them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. I actually forgot to say this. I kind of had a problem, uh, somewhat of a problem with the security Anton security guard. Beck. Uh, the one that we, yeah. Is it Beck? Beck. Um, Beckfist. I mean, I feel like, um, you're seeing a woman, or not even what you're seeing somebody just messing with the whatever his thing is the sarcophagus mm-hmm. and there's a god fighting maybe eight of your dudes yeah and they're just dying left and right you're <laughs> like no we're gonna handle <laughs> we're gonna, this one. yeah yeah you know yeah i bet he drives dodges has a couple of deweys under his belt i thought i yeah i thought that was kind of just a little bit unnecessary. Agreed. But 
hey, she killed it though. That necklace was tough. That necklace was hard. I was a yeah. big fan of that. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you. Okay. The last episode, Stephen is put like you see the reflection of Stephen on that art uh, artifact, whatever that he kills uh, yeah. the jackal on, and Mark is like, "Don't even bother trying to take back control of the body." Uh, for some reason, um, whoever has control as of recently has more power over the body, so there's there's no chance in you trying to get it back because like I'm in control and I'm not letting you in. Mm-hmm. But halfway through this fight. Steven just pops out and there's no way that Mark wanted that to happen because Mark understands it. Like this is a life and death situation. There's no talking my way out of this, but Steven's still like, Oh guys, everybody deep breath. Cool. My God, my Lord. Um, and then obviously it gets messed up and then Mark comes back in. Did Mark allow that? Did Steven maybe slip his way back in? Whoa. What are we, what do we think in there? Cause I know we just kind of just touched on it, but, um, for that specific situation, um, it felt weird that Steven would take in control when that's not his forte. Yeah. Um, this could be an interesting answer. Uh, well, before they didn't, I mean, Steven didn't know who Mark was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then once they finally started talking to, to each other, I feel like, um, I don't know, a feeling, is it? a sympathy toward each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because of that, um, that bond, that second thought okay, that okay. they have, mm-hmm. because when he's in other scenes, he's like, no, Mark, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like he hears him now. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's also Mark's, Mark's the Body. main dude. So, yeah. so it's like, it's obviously in his head mm-hmm. and now he's like, like allowing it. Mm-hmm to come in where okay. he was able to probably block it out. Yeah. But now he feels a little more sympathetic. Um, I wouldn't uh, sympathetic and is a little more, I wouldn't say soft, but that's maybe the best definition to say, yeah. because Steven's not that type of dude that kills people or beats him up and everything. Okay. So I feel like that's why he's kind of slowly giving in. Okay. That makes sense. And I feel like that's also why um, Jake is coming in as well. Because now he's allowing them all to yep. kind of hop in. Yep. That makes <clears> sense. <throat> okay. I like that yeah. answer. Um, the dynamic. So last episode, I kind of uh, compared Sylvie and Loki to um, yeah. Steven and Layla. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode, I felt as though I saw, and I mean, I guess you could say this throughout the whole show, but the dynamic between Mark and Steven reminds me of the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Yes. Because, um, like, you know, there are times where it's like, no, we need Bruce, not the Hulk. Or there's times where it's like, no, we need the Hulk. Fuck Bruce. Especially in, like, Infinity War, kind of. Exactly. In a way. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. So I just thought that was I, – I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, yeah. like, it's cool. Yeah. It's I like, like that. The dynamic is really neat, and it's definitely not overdone because there's not many mm-hmm. characters in the MCU that it has multiple personalities or multiple things that they change into, and they're, they're specialists in their rightful fields. Yeah. If that makes sense? Yes. Um, yes. And then one more question for you. So I hope you got your pen and paper for this test that I've been giving you. All right. Why did the gods bring back Arthur to tell him about Khonshu? Do you think that was because, like, it's Khonshu's old avatar? Do you think that maybe there's, like, a little rat within the the god, whatever we're going to call it, the round table? And they're, like, uh, Arthur's kind of involved, so they're, like, giving him, like, extra info like it just doesn't make sense for arthur to come back and like low-key roast conchu when conchu can't even defend himself because he's made out of rock um two things he was his last avatar Mm -hmm. um so i feel like maybe that they should just give him a right to know that your last god Mm -hmm. has been imprisoned okay and then secondly Um, I feel like when he was in the, the trial, he was kind of sounding, um, a little sad for, uh, Mark and Steven. Oh, so it was like a reassurance. So he was trying to sound like he really cares about them when he doesn't, when he was lying. Yeah. So that's probably what kind of like convinced them to tell them about it. Okay. That makes sense. Well, yeah, that's what I got. 
That's what you got. Yeah. That's what I got too. Great episode. Great episode. Um, excited for the next three. Yep. Um, actually brings. I just saw the trailer. This is a little off topic, but still Marvel. For what if season two? I did as well. I'm really excited. I'm excited to cover it. I am too. Um, I know we're <clears throat> usually we talk about this. We'll probably talk about it more in the uh, the the uh, breakdown pod. Yep. For our next Spider-Man movie, Tom Holland. Maybe. Um, yeah, but um, probably won't be doing it when it comes out every day. We'll no. try to uh, probably just stick with the same schedule that we have for shows. Yeah, I feel like yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, I would have yeah. to agree. But uh, outside of that, uh, per the usual, mm-hmm. show the social some love. Watch your PC yes. on everything. That means the talk. That means the Instas. That means the Twitters. Yep. Um, show that some love. Also show the YouTube some love. Um, trying to pump out some good quality content for you guys. I have realized that YouTube is doing some messed up things to my edits recently. So mm. I'm going to try to find a workaround about that. I apologize. All right. Um, but outside of that. Yeah. You guys killed, killed it on um, one of the Spider-Man videos. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, 7,500 7, views. Yeah. Almost 100 comments. 100. Yeah. I mean, more. Yeah. I think it was like 130 maybe. Jeez. Which is ridiculous. And half of them <laughs> are just um, calling me bald. Calling me bald. But... All, some of great them insights are, though honestly some of them are gold some of them the are also stores. really harsh yeah the, like <laughs> but put a most, little comedy to it you don't need to be like you know yeah like one guy called me the r word and i was like they're like that's not even like comedy like yeah. at least defend your point don't just call me the r word people just get defense like yeah. super defensive but like other people like were like they really like you're bald so your opinion doesn't matter haha ha, jk but I don't agree with your opinion. And I was like, yeah. that was funny. Thank you. And yeah, I understand. I was, I was I was waiting for somebody to just comment saying bald. I would have lost oh, it. Oh, dude. I mean, I got, we got the egg. That one, yeah. I, I was almost in tears on that one. Yeah. But, um, and they There's also crushed one. it for the one last night as well. So yeah, for yeah. both of those, thank you guys. For sure. We definitely feel your support. And we appreciate mm-hmm. it. We are bringing mm-hmm. you guys something exciting hopefully soon which I'm excited to share with you guys. But until then, this has been The Watchers. Watchers. Peace. Peace. And buck grease.